Hello and welcome to How Did You Do It? I am so excited because I have my new microphone and I almost feel like I want to go and re-record every single other solo episode that I've done because the quality of this one just makes it so much more enjoyable to jump on. Um, A, because I can actually hear what's happening in lifetime. I feel like you guys don't care about my microphone, so I'm just going to stop talking about it, but I'm so excited. Okay, so what has been happening since my last solo episode? A lot has been happening. I love to give you guys a bit of a recap as to the conversations or comments that have come my way. Because I think it's really important to give context into how I get to the topic of my episode. There's such a conscious process into what I'm going to talk about and why. More often than not, it has stemmed from people reaching out and talking to me about different topics. It's stemmed from what I've heard and seen. The feedback that I receive really propels me to keep going where people say that they're listening and it's making a big impact on them. I find myself in the street where, you know, the podcast comes up as a point of conversation if someone is struggling with something. I can tell them about an episode to refer to that might be helpful. And I think as well I've noticed that a fair few people who don't usually reach out have been reaching out to just be like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? There's so much power in that. So if you are one of those people who listen and you have recently reached out, thank you because it's always in my nature to want to help and take people away from the inner chaos, which so often consumes us. Before I jump into any topics, I want to invite you to land back to yourself when listening to this podcast. Wherever you are, whether that's on public transport or whether you're in the car driving, just take a moment to be with yourself whilst listening to this. Observe the thoughts and feelings that are coming up for you when you are listening to these topics and really take the time to breathe when listening because that allows us to connect within. And a lot of what I hear is that People are searching for answers everywhere that is not within their own inner calm, which we all have access to. And the hardest thing, but one of the most beautiful things, is that at any point we can choose to find that beauty in any moment. Sometimes we just have to get out of our own way to do that. So right now, Observe what's around you. Is there any form of sunset? Are there Christmas lights or decorations around you? Is it literally back-to-back traffic on a freeway? In which case, I really invite you to breathe deeply. Are you in your home? Where are you? Welcome yourself into this space. Welcome yourself into your own inner calm where it's just you and your breath and hopefully some form of nature or element of sky breeze tree something 
that can put things into perspective a little bit. Because I think that that also gives a sense of ease when listening to how we can do things for ourselves that are kinder and more loving. And when we do focus on that in a quiet, it drowns out the stream of conscious thoughts that also come up when we look at ways that we can be kinder to ourselves because it is such a hard thing to do and we do have to actively work at that. And so my topic today is doubt. And for those of you who follow along on Instagram, shameless plug hdydi.pod, I ran a poll to understand exactly what people were feeling at the moment. And it was actually such a split between lack of motivation and between doubt. And so I will do an episode on lack of motivation. However, I'm going to caveat by saying it's the end of the year, people are tired, everything's wrapping up, so it is very normal to be feeling a lack of motivation right now. So just know that you're not alone in that boat and I'm going to leave you hanging in that boat for a couple more weeks until I get that episode out. So love you, stay strong, motivation comes in waves and you've got this. <laughs> However, today I will be going into depth about doubt. Doubt was something that I wanted to touch on because I think that it's a lot more difficult as there's not really a step-by-step -step guide with overcoming doubt. Whereas with motivation, there is a little bit more of a step-by-step -step for getting yourself back because you know that motivation comes in waves. So that is why I decided to talk about doubt on today's episode. Doubt by definition means a feeling of uncertainty, a lack of self-belief, and a lack of accepting or being sure of. So if you are going through levels of doubt, the first thing to know is congrats because you're having a human experience, so that's totally normal. However, it doesn't take away how doubt can really fog our minds. And the first thing that we can do when doubt shows up is to identify what the doubtful thought is saying. So is your doubt saying that you can't do something? Is it saying you shouldn't do something? Or is it saying you didn't do something well? Because each of those fall into a category. So if you're saying to yourself, you can't do something, that's blatantly beating yourself up. That is a lack of self-kindness. So the opposite of that is to be kind to yourself. If you are saying you shouldn't do something, that is imposter syndrome. So you are basically saying to yourself that you don't deserve whatever it is that you're wanting to do and that someone else is better at that than you. And if you are saying that you didn't do something and you should have done something differently, that is actually self-sabotaging behavior. To self-sabotage, you are blocking your own success and you are preventing yourself from progressing forward. And this can happen consciously or unconsciously. And I think that the thing to really understand about doubt is that deep down, it comes from a place of feeling like you are not enough to do something. You're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you don't know enough. 
you're not courageous enough, you're not brave enough, you're not strong enough. And as long as you can recognize that your doubt is a normal human behavior, however, not let that stop you, not let that trap you. You see, the thing about doubt is that all it's trying to do is protect you. It's a complex one. It feels counterintuitive. However, when we stop ourselves from doing something due to fear and due to doubt, it's because at some point in our life earlier on, we perceived something. We perceived either a teacher or a peer or a sibling or someone around us in our environment telling us no for whatever reason you could get hurt and that's coming from a protective place someone has told us no you could get hurt don't do that however in a different form of ourselves we don't hear you could get hurt i'm trying to protect you for whatever reason we hear don't do that because you can't do that so when we grow into adults and we're never getting the world and we're never getting choices by ourselves. The only thing we can turn back to is past experience because it's proven. And so doubt, all it's doing is trying to protect us. However, all it's actually doing is stopping us. And so when we can recognize that we get to control whether it stops us or not, that's when we step back into our power. And this is where you can't outlogic your emotion and comes into it. Because I can tell you this and you can say, yeah, that makes so much sense. Now I know why I doubt. Will that stop you from doubting? Absolutely not. Will anything stop you from doubting? No, it won't. We as human beings have an instinct to doubt to protect ourselves. So what do we do when doubt shows up and it is debilitating? Where do we go? Okay, so solution time. I listed before the three different types of doubt. I'm sure there are many more. So let's work with the three that I've said. I can't do something as number one. That right there is a lack of self-kindness because it's a lack of self-belief. So what do we do to get ourselves back into a state of believing? Ooh, this is going to be a beefy episode. I hope you guys have pen and paper. Okay. When was a time that you proved yourself wrong? And has there been a time? Because for me, if I'm lacking belief, all I have to do is go back to past evidence where I have shown myself that I can do something. Purely that perspective gives me enough scope to pivot from I can't do that to I can do that, but it feels uncomfortable. So how am I going to make it more comfortable to do that? Right? It's step by step. Is it practice? Is it visualization? Is it Going to someone who is skilled in what feels uncomfortable for you and having them 
develop you. A second note to this is that sometimes when you are doing something for the first time and it feels uncomfortable and you know that you can do it, you know that you want to do it, or let's say you don't even know that you can do it, but let's say you know that you want to do it badly and you will put in the effort to do it. And sometimes you might have people around you doubting that you can do it. There's also time that really matters in this. Time to practice, time to make mistakes and to improve. I know I've had situations in the past where people have seen me make a mistake about something or they've seen me do something and absolutely butcher it. I might be in the workplace and I had to sit with the uncomfortable feeling that other people have witnessed me completely fuck something up. I've had many times where in my early 20s, responsibilities were taken from me because other people saw me in a light. If you're looking at a scale of a skill set, they saw me at a two and I had zero time to get to a six or seven before it was taken from me. So evaluate who you're around because you can only learn from people who are willing to put the time and effort into you and who believe in you. If you are around people that are beating you down, it's not going to happen. If someone is telling you that you need to do something without actually investing their time and effort into helping you get there, and you have already assessed that you cannot get there without that support, it's then your own responsibility to look at what research you can do and how you can be proactive in that. But we also need people to show us the way if we have not been shown before. I know that there are times where I doubt everything that I'm doing. I can get myself very quickly into a funk. And another really important component to self-kindness in this is to have your people that lift you up when you are down. I have a select few people that I go to and I say, you know, I'm feeling like X, Y, Z. I'm feeling like I shouldn't be doing this. I can't be doing this. Why am I doing this? And every time those people fill me with love, they fill me with kindness, they fill me with belief, and it is enough to get myself back on my feet to keep going. With that being said, I also like to live by the notion of sending messages to people in what I notice in them because how often is it that you're going about your life and people are actually voicing what they notice about you you know compliments and I know that it's something that a few people have said to me time and time again thank you for gifting me with those compliments and for saying nice things about me and for telling me when other people say nice things about me because how often do we think it and we don't actually say it and for me, I know that sometimes when I'm not feeling my best and I get a message from some of these people that are, I noticed this about you over the past couple of months. And when you're feeling like you're in a really good space, that can elevate you and just push you further into progression. And when you're in a little bit of a harder space, it can be the thing that gets you up on your feet to keep you from, you know, crumbling 
to say the least. The second is the imposter syndrome. You're telling yourself you shouldn't do something. I want to start XYZ, but I shouldn't do that because so-and-so has already done it and already achieved that. So what would I be adding? This is blatantly imposter syndrome. I want to go for that interview, but I also know that so-and-so is going for that interview. And so I'm not going to do it because I just think that they're going to get it because they have a better skill set. What would happen if our purpose and our intention for doing something was stronger than our doubt? What would actually happen to our doubt if we did everything that we feared but we met ourselves in compassion and kindness? I think that doubt shows up when we put ourselves in a position to be vulnerable in front of someone else. So let's say you're asking someone for something. It might be for their service. You might be asking for a promotion. You might be asking someone out on a date. And doubt comes up, especially with imposter syndrome, when we are asking for something. So we're asking for someone's trust or we're asking for someone to spend time with us or we're asking for someone to see us and promote us. And that's when this voice can really get in the way. I think that we have to start thinking about what we're making the answer no mean. Because if something is truly right for you, if something is aligned for you, the answer isn't going to be no. If someone sees you, values you, and trusts you, if they enjoy your company, the answer will never be no. And so when we start to change our expectation of what that rejection means, it actually takes the grip away because if someone says no, we just so wholeheartedly believe that whatever is for us won't say no to us. When we start to change the meaning behind what we see as rejection, what that means from I'm not good enough to that wasn't right for me, it actually takes away the grip that doubt can hold over us. Because realistically, if something says no to us, why do we want that? Why do we put value on that? We have all had experiences where people have said yes to us, where things have unfolded for us and have gone our way. And when you look back, it all makes sense as to how it unfolded. So every setback that you have is just redirecting you. The point is, is that you don't give up when you get not one no, not two no's, not three, not four, five. You might have six no's. However, if your intention outweighs the doubt, it will never stop you. So let's say you go through a setback and a disappointment. 
watch the narrative then. Because if your narrative is, I am not good enough, that is where the doubt will in future have pull and grip. However, if the narrative is, that wasn't right for me, and my purpose behind this is X, Y, Z, whatever it might be, then doubt will never stop you. Because going through that disappointment, you know that you can get yourself through that disappointment to the right thing. Going out and pushing yourself past your own comfort zone. And when we understand that doubt is trying to protect us, we can thank it. However, recognizing that no matter what, we will be okay. No matter what, we have gotten ourselves through whatever we have gone through to get to this point and we have survived and we have learned through every setback. And if life was just one easy step-by-step tick box, then we wouldn't be living actual life. And I don't think we would feel very fulfilled either. Think about it this way. I saw something the other day and it said, when you're teaching a child patience, you don't give the child everything they want right away because that doesn't teach the child patience. So you have them wait. You have them wait to play with their new toy. You have them wait to have dessert. You teach them that patience is slowing down and knowing that the good will come. The toy will come. The dessert will come. Why would it be any different in life? Why would it just be yes to everything? So when we look at life with this philosophy that whatever is meant for us will come to us, so long as we are taking the desired action towards it, then how can doubt continue to stop you? These are the questions to then ask yourself when you are feeling doubt. What type of doubt is showing up? Is it saying that you can't do something, which is a lack of self-kindness? Is it saying that you shouldn't do something, which is imposter syndrome? Or is it saying that you didn't do something well, which is living in the past and beating yourself up on something that you can't change? From there, you can then take the appropriate action to bring yourself back into your own inner peace and grounded truth. The second thing to identify is your intention behind going for what you're trying to achieve. What is my intention in doing this action, in choosing this choice? Does my intention outweigh my doubt? Am I doing it for authentic, real reasons? Or am I doing it to satisfy the ego? That's a really important one to understand. If it's ego-driven, it's generally doused in vulnerability. So an example of this would be wanting a promotion so that you have more money so that you can show off materialistic belongings. If that is then taken from you, then what is your identity? What is your worth? Your doubt then will definitely outweigh the purpose as to why you are going for that promotion. I hope that that helps put a little bit of context into why we have doubt and how it's pretty much instilled within us to protect us. However, when we understand that 
if we have a purpose behind something, it will always drive us beyond those fears. And further, how would life ever be fulfilling if everything was a yes? Remember that as children, we weren't ever given context as to why we shouldn't do something or why something wasn't good for us or even why we were steered away from a certain direction as a child. We, in our child form, conceptualized that in some type of way that we weren't good enough. And so a lot of it is understanding that it was coming from a protective place, but it didn't teach us to take those risks. And it's up to us to teach ourselves to take those risks and see where we land. And to identify that in the past, wherever we have landed, we have always been okay. That is everything from me for this week. So I hope that you have enjoyed. And as always, give the podcast some love. Five star rating, share it around. I look forward to seeing you all next week.